Well, hey guys, welcome to The Drive. And I'm actually not driving right now. I'm actually at uh, church. Uh, actually got in a car accident a few days ago. Um, a guy ran into my driver's side door, smashed the window, shattered it with my head. It was all very exciting. <laughs> but uh, I'm okay, but my other recorder is in the car, and I haven't been able to record these things because I haven't had my car. So... Uh, but praise God, he's good, he's looking out for me, and no concussions or anything like that, no broken bones. So, uh, But we've been talking about different topics and people and prophecies concerning uh, the birth of Jesus, the birth of Jesus. And um, there's so many things to talk about and to mention concerning the birth of Jesus. And one of the things that I have that's sort of been ruminating in my head the last couple of days uh, is the fact that his life brought us life. Jesus being born is sort of a tangible sign that humanity would be able to have eternal life with him. And, and that just astounds me. It astounds me because Jesus conquered death. He conquered the grave. Death, where is your sting? See, it's never a, it's never a, you know, like a uh, enjoyable time, obviously, to die, right? Physically, people go through pain, they go through heartache, they go through um, uh, so much at the end of their life, oftentimes. But that's nothing compared to the glory that's to come. You know, you could be suffering a long time here on this earth, and and I believe for the believer, you're completely healed when you go to be with the Lord. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord is what the Apostle Paul said, and it's so true. And so because of the birth of Jesus, because of his life, because of his death and his resurrection coming back to life, what happens? Well, eternal life for us. His life brought us life. So we have a future, so we have a hope, so we have heaven, to look forward to. And so I would say that. I kind of want to reflect on that this Christmas. You know, the fact that, man, if you're walking with the Lord, you're saved. Jesus is preparing a place for you. So when this earthly tent wears out, you're going to get a home in heaven. Is there anything better than that? eternal life with him forever and that's the thing you know heaven is not going to be amazing because our friends and our family are going to be there and that's of course awesome but the main thing about heaven the reason why we're going to be worshiping why it's going to be so awesome is because Jesus is going to be there so how much more should we fall in love with him while on this earth we spend eternity with him so I guess that's a good question like how do you view Jesus is he just a moral teacher that helps you when times are tough? Or is he the savior of the world, the one that keeps you afloat when you're sinking, the one who is the mediator between God and man? I think we need to put Jesus in his rightful place, and I think we need to understand the love that Jesus has, the love that God has in sending his son for you and for me. And I think that's one of the main, you know, if you will, Christmas verses 
is John 3.16. John 3.16, which you guys know well, which I have probably mentioned already, um, you know, going through and talking about and giving these little talks, right? I probably have mentioned it, but um, I don't think it could be over-mentioned. I know it's a, a popular verse. It's like one of the first verses that um, kids memorize, you know, in Sunday school and everything. And it's a verse that's, that's really the gospel in one sentence. And let me just read it to you. Jesus says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 17. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. It's amazing. So Jesus' son was sent to the world, if you will. He has always been, right, um, the second person of the Trinity. But he sent him into the world, put on flesh, right, to walk amongst us, to go through what we went through, to die, to rise, to ascend to heaven, right hand of the Father. Because of his life, we have life. I think that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. And it's, it even... Um, hits home for me because, you know, when I was in that wreck, one of the words that, the, the only word that I could really describe the car accident, you know, and is like, is frightening. The one word is frightening. And I talked to someone else uh, a few days ago. I had a, a friend, Pastor Gail Irwin, teach at my church, and his wife and him were in, a, in an accident three years ago, head-on collision. This guy just swerved right into them. And when I was saying bye to them after Sunday service, after you taught at my church, it was awesome, but his wife said, I'm so glad you're still with us. She said, isn't it frightening? And I was like, yes, that's the word that describes what happened. Like, my life literally did flash before my, I didn't know if I was going to live. And I'm just praising God. I'm still alive. Although if I died, I would be with him. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So that would be good too, but God still has work for me to do here. If you're breathing, if you're listening to this, God still has work for you to do here. To serve him, to get out there. To be a light, to be a witness. To let people know, hey, it's not just about this life. It's about the one to come. It's about the life after. It's about eternal life. And we get to share the fact that Jesus' life led to our eternal life with him. It's so amazing. So guys, God bless you. I hope that encouraged someone and uh, praying for you. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.